0: Hello, my name is Spare MacDonald, and welcome to my podcast, Life Through Sparrow's Eyes. And welcome to part two of episode eight, now episode nine of My Music Influence. And first of all, (laughs) I didn't think I was going to do a part two. And then as I was posting part one, I realized there was a lot of stuff that I did not mention more personally, how I was affected by BTS, and that I should just speak a little bit more about that too. Not to necessarily clear up a lot of things or to have people think I'm less crazy, although I'm not, but, I mean, I'm crazy about some things, you know? But anyways. (laughs) It's more the fact that I want to speak, I guess, more on the emotional side other than how they really saved me and how they influenced me, but more of how they've also affected me emotionally, physically, and mentally as well. And I want to talk about this in general because music can do that for a lot of people, whether you're a musician, whether you work in the music field or just really enjoy music and have a close connection with it on any level. There are any trigger warnings in this because I'm not really going to be talking about certain things that would affect you in a way where you'd be uncomfortable. But I do just want to start mentioning like which episodes will have trigger warnings, and I always put it in the definition as well, just so you know, um, before you start listening to an episode, because I don't want you to be listening through an episode and then going, oh, I wish they would have warned me about this. you know. But other than that, I'm more just going to be talking about the personal aspect of how they've affected me. And I also want to talk a little bit more about music influence in general. This is a topic I could probably have like 20 parts to, but (laughs) I want to try to fit it into two. And this episode is going to be released a little bit after part one. So I'm not going to release them at the same time. It might be at least a week or two staggered. After, and I have a lot of things that I want to talk about lately, and when they're on my mind, that's when I can talk about them the easiest instead of going, ah, crap, and then trying to remember everything. So, a lot of this is recorded, um, oh gosh, like previously, or it's recorded on the same day, one after the other, but it's released to you at a different time so you can catch up with things, stay on track, and so I finally get. What I want to talk to you guys about, because holy crap, there's been so many things I want to talk about, and I realized I'm even making myself behind. Fantastic. But let's get to this part two. So I mentioned, of course, when they were introduced to me, I was going through a very difficult time in college, and how they've just honestly saved me, and are one of the reasons that I've kept myself on this earth and what i love so much about them is that there was a certain campaign um and music tour that they did one year correct me if i'm wrong if you do know about them (laughs) i'm still learning a lot of stuff because like this is my second year with them going into this is my first full year after like being with the bander, being an army. So I'm still learning a lot of stuff. There's a lot to learn. But there was a Love Yourself Tour. And pretty much what the tour taught fans is to love and appreciate who you are, regardless of what anybody thinks about you, how people see you, how you're perceived or looked at, to just love yourself. So in their, you know, as the members in the group, they've always spoken about self-love and working specifically on that. For me, I've watched a lot of the stories where I was, when I was introduced to them, one of them during the summer of last year, when we were in quarantine and just going through the pandemic and everything was not doing the best, and they tried making the best of it, but they weren't able to tour, they weren't able to be on stage. And you know, for musicians, we love being on stage, we love seeing the crowd, we love seeing the fans. That's our home. And to not be doing that is really difficult, no matter what type of musician you are or what stage of it you are within your life. And I remember at the time, um when I talk about them, I talk about them like I know them. And I know their names. So I'm gonna talk to you guys about it them like I know them. And you may have no clue who the hell i'm talking about <laughs> but um feel free to search up bts then you know who i'm talking about but Young, who's one of the youngest members was really depressed and struggled throughout 2020 the summer of it specifically because they couldn't go out they can perform they can do a lot of stuff they can do the touring they can do their photo shoots and that's kind of what they usually do when they do album releases And it wasn't too long after they had released one of their newest albums, um, which is Map of the Soul 7. And they have a lot of Map of the Soul albums, but that was like the most recent one they had done when I was first introduced to them. And he didn't really talk about like being depressed, but you could see it in videos. You could see it in photos. He wasn't posting as much. He wasn't talking as much if he was talking, he was kind of shady and somebody, (laughs) shady people can be really fun. Um, So I did kind of enjoy the factor of him just being shady in general, but seeing him not be happy was really difficult. And so watching that from a fan perspective, after he went through that, he spoke of how he had to find his happiness again and had to like stop feeling sorry for himself and how this is a time he cannot control. As the year progressed and the new year began, they started creating more music. They started creating music that helped fans. They came out with their um, next album, B, which just has a lot of songs that show what they dealt with and how they emotionally felt during this time And personally, for me, I really struggled during this time as a musician, too, because I haven't been on a stage or done a concert, even just a chorus concert or solo for almost two years now. And that's the longest I've ever gone without doing a chorus concert or a solo or even just performing on a stage in general. It's our life, it's our home, it's what we want to do. And when we can't do it, it's really frustrating. So I was I was watching them go through this. I didn't feel so alone because I was going through the same thing. You know, they're worldwide and they're really famous. And I'm, you know, I'm a musician. I've been doing this for several years, but I'm not on the stage. I'm not performing for, you know, thousands of people, I'm not touring. But like I said, no matter where you are within music, whether you listen to it, or you're influenced by it, you're performing yourself and any type of art, it's really difficult to not do what you love doing. And when you have people that are going through the same thing emotionally about it, and you're feeling that way too, you don't feel as alone. So I started to feel really connected. As the, years, as the year also progressed, I took the love yourself message to heart. Now, obviously, I wasn't, you know, like I wasn't a fan of them when they did the Love Yourself campaign and the tour. I didn't know about them then. And, like, I had heard about them when I was younger, but I didn't get, you know, introduced to them or really fall in love with them or be influenced by them until I was older. And more specifically now. (laughs) And taking that message of, like, loving who you are, regardless of anything, changes you so much. That was one of the reasons why I I was able to start working on myself physically and mentally. And every single day I'd wake up and I'd go, okay, we're going to work out. We're going to diet. We're going to do this again. And it's going to be okay. No matter what happens, we can do this. There were times where I fell off my track. There were times where I had to get back on. When I got back on, I didn't want to let go. And so last summer I did a lot. When I got into college, things were, eh, not as grand. (laughs) Then when I got back to this summer, I said, all right, we're getting back to the grind of working out. And it's been a stupendous journey. I feel even if I hadn't been introduced to them, I probably still would have done something because the biggest part of myself to do anything is I have to influence myself I'm a person that only wants to do things if myself wants to do them if somebody would have told me you need to work out you need to die you need to lose weight I would have went hell no like I ain't listening to you what do you know about me but because I stood on a scale and I went oh hell no I saw that number. I could see my future. And I went, I'm, by then I was 19. (laughs) I was like, I'm almost in my 20s. I can't get to that much weight because what am I going to do? Like, when you're young, you want to be able to move. You want to have that energy. If you're young and, you know, you have extra weight and you don't have that much energy, things get difficult. (laughs) And it doesn't mean, like, you can't be a physically healthy, like, Bigger person. I've met people like that, but for me, personally, about myself, there was no way in hell I was healthy enough. I was always overweight for my age and my height. I do enough activity. I'd have enough energy. I would just be burnt out. So I would listen to their music. I would do dances to their songs, Although I'm not a great dancer. I haven't taken one freaking dance class in my whole life, other than clogging when I was a kid. I'm doing anything else since. And I did choreography for Wizard of Oz when I was in high school. (laughs) So there's that. But otherwise, I'm not, you know, I can't follow how to dance and I know I can dance if I was to really watch a choreography video and learn how to do it. But in general, I feel if I listen to the music enough, I can create a beat but i'm no j-hope which in that sense (laughs) j-hope's another member he's he's pretty much like the main dance leader and he went to dance academy and he auditioned went dancing and i just love the way he moves as a dancer and so i just don't do that stuff (laughs) but when i started working out the music was another thing that pushed me and i love listening to the rap line because the rap line would be really fast And that would actually keep me moving at a minimum, like, medium speed to fast speed, where I would burn calories, get, you know, sweat enough, and really start losing the weight I wanted to lose. I do the same thing now. I listen to the music, and some of the vocal songs, even I can just, I'll scream them out loud and sing them. I don't know any Korean. Only a few things, but I will just shout <laughs> at the top of my lungs. Because it's how I feel and it's the way I move and the way I groove, and it's just emotional for me. And I'll do my weightlifting to it and I'll even put on Younggi's um August D albums and songs. And you know, it's just even his personal music really gets me going. And by the way, he's the main one I connected with, and one of his songs is tattooed on my arm. If you didn't know likes anybody who knows me personally pretty much knows that's one of the reasons being a tattoo anyways I just I became influenced and because I became so influenced by once again people I don't personally know but people that I felt connection with within their music music resonates in my body it is pure matrimony for me it makes my heart survive And there's such a strong connection with it that throughout my life, there's been moments where I've been disconnected from it because something just clicks. And there's been times where I'm like, I don't know if I want to keep doing it. And then all of a sudden I sing and I go, this is who I'm meant to be. This is what I'm meant to do. I know why I'm here to share my music with others, no matter what. Eventually I would actually like to start singing to you guys over these podcasts. I think it would be nice. Um, and if you do want me to do that, let me know some way, (laughs) but, um, I was just, I was pushed and I started to be really happy. I started loving myself more and not being so scared of, uh, sorry, not being so scared of who people see. There's a lot of these photos of armies like, before they became a fan of BTS and then after, and there's freaking glow-ups. The power mm, of music and people really influences you. And so for me, within my field, I would imagine sometimes when I was singing, wanting to impress one of them. Or I would imagine just having that support and... I have so much support within my friends, my family now. But you know, it's it's a little bit different when you have support from fellow musicians, even if you are in different parts of your musician life and genre of music. But there would be a lot of times where I would kind of just imagine one of them standing there and me going, I can do this. Like it's okay. And a lot of the times, as a musician. You picture people that really push you. And, you know, once again, I could be called crazy for this, but I sometimes dream just about being able to show them my voice and be like, hey, this is what I do. Because I don't know how often they've heard opera, you know. And I think it would just be really cool to do that. But sometimes you picture people that really just resonate with you. And their music and who they are resonates with me personally. And then also physically because I started taking the love yourself true to heart. Lately, I especially started taking the love yourself to heart. Because um, (laughs) my photo for the podcast isn't changed. But I plan on changing it again because I shaved my head a hundred percent. This is the second time I've done it. I did it back in my first year of college because I damaged my hair and I needed to do a just a restart. So I shaved it. I did not have a good bone structure for it then. I think anybody can really pull off a shaved head, but sometimes, you know, might want a little bit of a stronger jawline. At least personally for me when I have it, that's what I want. Other people can pull it off regardless of how their jawline looks, you know. And I was like, well, I want to do a different hairstyle and the way my hair is growing. It's taken forever to grow because it has a lot of hair dye in it. Again, it was still healthy because I only did black hair dye. I think I bleached it once and did red hair dye and that was it. And I was like, yeah, we, um, we need to restart. So... My head kind of looks like a kiwi right now. (laughs) So maybe by the time I post this episode, the photo will be changed. But I just started taking the overall message of love who you are. It doesn't matter what the world thinks. I know who I am for once in my whole life. And I try to work on that person every single day. I'm genuinely happy more than I have been in a long time. and It's because I can look around my room and I see people that I'm like, okay, they've got my back. And they'll say that all the time. Like you may not know us like personally, but we have you and you have us. And another thing that I love is within their music, it's sung in Korean of course, and there's parts of it where, It's in English, but the reason I really like um, August D's rapping, who's Yungi, is because if you were to look at the lyrics of his song, The Last, which is one that absolutely kills me emotionally, it's a very personal story. And not only does that song, but pretty much all the other ones I have in my playlists, all have meaningful lyrics behind them. They share their emotions with the crowd. And I adore musicians that share exactly how they feel right then and there, whether it's about their life, the people they're with, the people they're influenced by, what they went through as a kid, as a teenager, as a young adult, what they're going through now, how the world affects them, how we affect them. I love musicians who practically wear their emotions on their sleeves in their music and have the ability for you to connect with that. And what I love even more is that no matter how many people they know may not support them, they know there's more people that do support them and they still keep going no matter what they hear from others. And that's what I wanna do as well. One of the first comments I ever got when I first sang back in middle school, because that's when I started singing. I sang in the talent show and I sat down and kid behind me was like, you can't sing or you don't sound good. And instantly my heart, I just remember, dropped. And I think it was either a friend I had at a time or I told my parents that comment and they said, they're just jealous. People that hate on you for what you love doing and are talented within it will say hate comments because they're just jealous that they can't do it. So the only way to fill their ego is to make you feel like crap. But if you look at them and go, ah, that's your opinion. I know I can sing. Or if you're like, okay, maybe I can't sometimes, but other times I know I can't. Like, for me personally, I know I'm not the best singer. I'll never be the best singer. I've made so many mistakes (laughs) while performing, practicing. I get frustrated. I get upset because it's something I really care about. It's what makes me keep going. You know, like, I tell people, I'm doing this because I want to do it. It's my life. It's what I'm meant to do. To know what I'm meant to do and why I'm here on this earth at such a young age means a lot to me. And people say, don't take that for granted because some people never know why they're here on this earth for years. They may not even know until the day they die. And sometimes it's too short by then. So specifically for me, they've made me happy. They've made me realize who I am They helped me work on myself but I know personally that I keep myself just me without anybody else still doing what I do today to better myself for the future I still do music because I want to do it I still take care of myself mentally and physically because I know I need to and it makes me feel fantastic I'm still happy because I'm loving what I'm doing And I'm still influenced by people because they push me and make me realize that I'm not alone. Finding somebody within your life that gets you to where you want to be is amazing. And I know other people will find that too. I share these stories because, yeah, I may be judged, but I don't care. You know, there's so many times within your life where you are going to be judged. And you just have to let go of that part of you saying it doesn't matter what other people think as long as i'm being me as much as i can be that's all that matters you can be influenced by who you want to be you can love who you want to love you can work on yourself whether it's for people whether it's because you're influenced by somebody whether it's just you being you i don't know if i would have bettered myself if i had been introduced to them Sometimes you just need those people to give you that push. And I have my friends that do the same thing for me. They support me, they provide me with love, we hang out when we can. My family does the same thing. I knew for a long time I needed that specific someone just to push me a little bit. And right now that's BTS. In the future, it may be a partner or it may be a closer friend. <sighs> It will probably still be BTS, along with those people too. But overall, I'm proud and happy with where I am today because I was influenced to keep doing that for myself. And what I want to say to you for the end of this part two, and I will be going on to my next topic and the next episode, is to love yourself. Be inside of you the outside of you through thick and thin to appreciate who you are every single day you may not be who you want to be in the future right now but you're working towards that, and i know you'll do stupendous things to get there as well whether you're influenced by somebody to do it whether it's just hearing these words or whether it's you Just finally telling yourself, "I need to do something about this." Because personally, for me, it would have been a lot easier if I hadn't gained all that weight when I was younger. Then I wouldn't have to do what I do now. But I would have still had to probably diet and work out to maintain what I have now, regardless. But I'm also kind of thankful that I did gain that weight because I've lost a lot and I've been pushed to better myself. I wasn't healthy then. I'm healthy now. And I'm really excited to see how much further I can go. And I can't wait to share more with you guys. I mean, you don't see me physically when I'm talking to you. Some people know what I look like. And a lot of you only know what I look like just by the photo of my podcast, but (laughs) my voice may not fit my face if you're trying to do those two things together. Um, But you know, I'm becoming someone that I want to become. I still have such a long way to go. I know I do, all of us do. You're never truly at the end of your path, no matter what you'll still keep working on it and fighting for what you want because you, most of the time you know what's best for you. We also go through life lessons. We also learn how to do what's best for ourselves. Everybody does that at different speeds. Everybody does that at different ages or different parts within their life. What I want to tell people is try to live your life with the most positive attitude as you can. And I know that may be difficult with a lot of stuff that's been happening over the year, last year, still now, maybe coming ahead. But that hope I had at the beginning of how things were going to get better, I'm starting to see that more every day and I'm excited for it. I mean, for God's sakes, I'm starting to see people's faces again. (laughs) And people are getting vaccinated and this world is starting to become a little bit more normal again. And classes are gonna be back in person in college before I head abroad and I'm, I'm exhilarated. I'm glad I kept that ounce of hope because I knew I knew there would be an answer at the end. I knew there'd be something at the end. So please, doesn't matter where you are right now, you'll get there as I'm still getting closer there every single day. But remember to do this one thing, and to keep honestly, true to yourself, love yourself, no matter what people say. Just be you. And I know you'll make it through the hardest parts in your life, as long as you're shining the brightest on the outside. Thank you for listening, and I will talk to you in the next episode. Have a lovely night, or morning, or afternoon.